Thank you for listening to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm Molly Gamble, and today I have the chance to spend time with Dr. David Callender. Dr. Callender is president and CEO of Memorial Hermann. He joined the system in this capacity in 2019. Memorial Hermann includes 17 hospitals, more than 250 sites of care, nearly 30,000 employees, and 6,500 affiliated physicians. Dr. Callender is an ENT surgeon who specializes in head and neck cancers. He earned his medical degree from Baylor College of Medicine and completed his fellowship with MD Anderson. Dr. Callender, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Where do we find you? Well, thank you very much, Molly. It's great to have this opportunity to speak with you today. Um, looking forward to talking a little bit more about what value means or should mean within healthcare. Yes, we are devoting our time to talking about a really important word that I feel like used to circulate much more frequently when discussing healthcare about 10 years ago, that is value. Today, at least from my seat, and I'm, you know, in media, I'm not on the ground like you are, Dr. Callender, but it seems like that concept, you know, prices, you hear a good amount of attention paid around that, especially with the transparency regulations that went into effect. Same with costs amid inflation, especially, but value, not as much. Do you see the same from your seat or do you see it differently? I, I do. I see it uh, essentially the same way. I, I think the one um, set of conversations that we're having in healthcare that do involve the term value uh, really um, seem to focus on value-based reimbursement, but even that oftentimes is unclear or may have multiple meanings to the different participants in a conversation. So, uh, yeah, it, it's something that we need to talk more about, and I think considering all of the underlying issues in U.S. healthcare today, we need to be much more focused on as we go forward with a much more precise definition. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you brought that up because sometimes that apples and oranges effect can happen, people using the same term in different ways. So how do you define value? Uh, can you share how you think about it? Yeah, we we think uh, value is defined by the quintuple aim in healthcare. You know, I think many of us who have been around for a little bit longer remember the Institute for Healthcare's Improvement all of its great work in the 1990s and early 2000s and its coining of the phrase, and certainly they did this with many others, but the triple aim, which really was focused on decreasing cost, improving outcomes, particularly for populations, and enhancing the overall experience of the patient or, or healthcare consumer. Through the course of time, uh, you know, a lot of people engaged in that. We we added the element of the experience of healthcare workers, that's so important in terms of the delivery of high value care. And then more recently, as we've more carefully and thoroughly considered the status of healthcare in this this country, all of the disparities in delivery of healthcare, even in um, access to great health, um, we said, well, gosh, it's really a quintuple aim with health equity being that fifth piece. So at Memorial Hermann, we think about uh, the quintuple aim as essentially defining the road to value. And so it makes it a little easier for us to, as we think about the elements of the, of the quintuple aim, to think about, okay, where should we be focused and what should we be doing? 
Mm-hmm. And then when you think about sometimes, Dr. Callender, I find it helpful too, just as there's a definition of what something does include or encompass or touch, what does it not? You know, does your definition of value or the way you think about it and your philosophy, does it actively exclude anything? Are there any perhaps things that we you want to make sure that we aren't conflating when it comes to how we talk about value? Well, I, you know, I think if we think about it in terms of the quintuple aim, it's pretty inclusive. I think the things that we want to avoid are um, points of focus on single elements that drive value, like price or cost. We don't want to race to the bottom with a focus just on price. So, uh, you know, we um, as we think about that quintuple aim and how we use value, we actually have a high-level set of strategic initiatives that are defined by the acronym HEALTH, H-E-A-L-T-H. And so let me just tell you what each of those represent to us, and then I think you'll better understand the concept and how we use it and how it really is inclusive, but also, um, you know, all of those elements are linked. So H is for humanize every experience. And of course, that gets to the experience of consumers as well as people who participate in the system. E is for enable high reliability care. We really need to be focused on quality, on what we're delivering, and make sure that we're doing that in the most effective way. A is align with our providers, physicians, all the different providers, nurses who practice in our facilities. Very important that we all have the same mindset and approach. We understand what we're trying to do. L, lower the cost of care. Think about how we become more efficient, how we reduce variability, how we use the resources that are available to us to deliver the very best products at the optimal cost. P is transition to value. Now, that could be, if you look at that statement on its own, be a little confusing because of you know the, the issue of what does value really mean. But in our case, it's really talking about move towards value-based reimbursement, taking more risk, thinking about how we can do that and do that effectively, because we think if we can do that as a moderate-sized health system in a large urban area, we can reduce the cost of purchasers, both uh, employers, governmental agencies, as well as those who purchase health care coverage from one of the exchanges. Finally, H, the last H, harness smart growth. What that really signifies is that we know we need to grow, not so much in terms of physical size. Now, some physical growth is important for us here in Houston because Houston continues to grow quite dramatically. But what we're really talking about is a growth in our capabilities, doing that on our own, and in combination, affiliation, collaboration arrangements with partners who bring the opportunity to deliver services on a more cost-efficient basis and produce better outcomes. So, you know, again, that health-based acronym's pretty inclusive, but the reason we like the acronym is because it says all of this needs to be in existence. We need to do all of these things if truly we're going to drive value to the people that we serve here in Greater Houston. Mm-hmm. It's easy to remember. I, I love that. And I love how inclusive and intentional this philosophy is, Dr. Callender. 
And it, it brings me to thinking about if if I were a consumer or a physician or a healthcare worker, and I'm, I'm trying to find health systems in the country that are really deliberate and intentional about value, such as Memorial Hermann, you know, there's no shortage of rankings, ratings out there available to the general public, but do we have a unified or agreed upon way to assess value in healthcare? And if not, what could that end up looking like? <laughs> well, you know, some of those um, groups that operate those systems might disagree with me, but I don't think we really have a great system today. You know, a number of different groups try to define um, high quality and provide rankings or scores. Others um, say they're focused on value. The challenge is, you know, there, there really aren't a good set of metrics which are easily applied across the system to help us come to uniform determinations about what represents value. I realize that's a long and complicated statement, but I think that's where we are today. I, I think as health organizations go forward, it, it really is on us to do a better job of defining the metrics that truly describe value, you know, how you take all of these different attributes and initiatives that we describe with our health-based acronym, uh, our health acronym, and, uh, you know, describe the outcomes that we're generating. So some things are out there today that are pretty reasonable, but I don't think we're quite there yet. Mm -hmm. And it's really on us as the principal drivers in the healthcare system, delivery system, to do a better job of defining where we're going and what success looks like. Mm -hmm. and, you know, the other thing too, in addition to value dropping off the radar a bit compared to a few years ago, the other thing I, I thought about too is there's a shortage of so much, so much is scarce in healthcare, but at the same time, overutilization is still a problem. And I wanted to get your take on this, Dr. Calendar. You know, one way of looking at value is best outcomes, best price. When we talk about value as a really lofty and admirable goal for healthcare organizations, I also want to talk about it in the day-to-day. -day. You know, I'm going to provide an example, and it actually is in your specialty. I, I was visiting one healthcare system in my home city that I would come to find, I, I saw it as test happy. And then one in which the specialist I saw, an ENT surgeon actually advised me to cancel tests and imaging that another physician had ordered because he was so confident in his diagnosis. But I only had the information to discern what test happy can look like and what high value can look like after those two separate and distinct appointments had occurred. Is that distinction something patients can? inevitably only make downstream after their encounters unfold? Or do you feel like there's some information that you can start to look at utilization rates or feel confident in your physician's decision-making when it comes to the most, the best outcome at the, in the most efficient way? Yeah, you know, that's, uh, I think that's one of the dilemmas today. Again, we don't have good systems that really describe value. I think all of us who are in the business of offering better health and trying to uh, improve access to health care, use um, health care delivery to improve the health of individual patients, you know, have to take on this 
challenge um, more effectively than we have in the past. It, it, it really is a, sort of an after the fact determination situation for many patients. I think, you know, patients can actually look to some of the health systems in which their uh, physicians participate. Um, they can get a sense of how health systems approach delivery of services and what seems to be important perhaps get a sense of value, but I think you're right. Again, we just don't have a, any good system today for a patient, individual patient to use to say, you know what, I'm going to choose this provider over the other because I want somebody that's really focused on delivering the highest value service to me. Uh, the other side of the, the coin, if you will, as a provider, every patient's different. Mm. And what's high value for one is not likely to be high value for the next. So uh, particularly as, you know, patients have present to us with more complex diseases. So it's a, it's a complicated problem. And again, I think we all have to continue to work on it to come up with uh, better solutions, better offerings for patients as we go forward. Mm-hmm. Well, let's bring in the payers here, right? Because we'd be remiss not to make mention of the stakeholder do you feel as though payers and health systems see value any closer to eye to eye today than in years past? And if not, how do those perspectives differ today? Yeah, I think at a very high level we do. I think there are really none among us between you take payers and providers who will argue that the U.S. healthcare system is highly efficient in producing the level of outcomes that we need to produce particularly based on the amount of investment that we make every year. Uh, I think, you know, our points of focus for uh, providers are a little different than they are for the payers. But ultimately, if we're going to drive value, I think the, the payers and providers need to be more aligned. And I think we're seeing that today. I think we're seeing um, provider systems like ours who are working closely with one or more payers, thinking about, gosh, what can we do together? What information do we have? What information do you have? What populations can we focus on? Where do we know that there are significant opportunities for improvement? What are your ideas about that? What are ours about that? Let's see if we can put those together and come up with a better approach. Certainly, we're excited about some of those opportunities that we have here in Houston, and we think there will be more as we go forward. So yes, I think we're moving in that direction. Is there anything on the topic of value that we haven't touched on yet, but we should? I I think, you know, for health systems in particular today, no matter which market um, that you're engaged with that, you know, you've got some straight fee-for-service arrangements and situations, probably have some risk-based arrangements, and you've got everything in between. So question that often comes up among leaders of health system is how, how do we navigate this? How do we keep a foot in both camps, if you will? You know, how do we Um, navigate this transition. Some people are using the phrase, cross the Rubicon, (laughs) but, you know, do it in in a logical way, considering that we have to deliver high value fee for service. 
um, and, and we have to deliver high value, um, you know, service in a value-based world. So to, to address that, what we've done here at Memorial Hermann is created what we call our no regret strategies. And these are the initiatives, the endeavors, the efforts that we think drive high quality and lower cost, but work in a traditional fee-for-service world as well as in the value-based reimbursement world. So to us, that means that, okay, we need to manage every cost that we can control, optimize those costs, continue to innovate with regard to the models that we have with payers. We just talked about that. We need to focus, make sure that we maintain our focus on patients and, and not get um, caught up in thinking about sites of service. We really need to keep that principal focus on the patients. Um, clearly, um, we need a lot of help. We need great tool sets. So think about partners, technology partners, um, new investment partners, other investment opportunities that can accelerate our efforts to move down this road towards higher value. And finally, um, you know, be very proactive in our communities and, and think about what does access to health look like? What does good health maintenance look like? Do our very best to engage on our own and with others in the community to try to promote good health. Do our best actually to keep people from developing high intensity acute illness. Are um, waiting um, in terms of coming forward with uh, symptoms of a chronic illness so that they get to the point where they're quite ill and require very expensive care. So uh, again, we think these are the sorts of things, the sorts of ideas, the sorts of efforts that work, whether you're focused on fee-for-service or whether you're focused on value-based value reimbursement. Considering where we are today, we think having a set of no-regret strategies is very important to success. Mm -hmm. Well, Dr. David Callender, I want to thank you for spending some time with me, President and CEO of Memorial Hermann, talking about value. I think an important conversation always, but I imagine especially as some of the financial pressures that have affected healthcare providers over the past year and so start to show up more in contract negotiations, perhaps passed down to consumers and premiums. It's just a really important time to be revisiting this topic. So I want to thank you for the opportunity to explore it in more detail with you. Well, thank you, Molly, and enjoyed the conversation and hopefully be helpful to others as we all contemplate how we move forward and drive to this concept of higher value, improved outcomes at optimal cost.